You're listening to the oneofus.net podcast network. Volume One. Visit Planet Hulk. <laughs> like, we'll mash as many things as we can into this. Everything that we've been meaning to get to, it's all going to end up in this bucket that is called Thor Ragnarok. Just the fun parts of Planet Hulk, though, not the depressing parts. Yeah, well, that's true. Although I will say, as much as this new film, the third film of the Thor series, Thor series, is. By far one of Marvel's most straight up, just flat out comedies. There's some super dark shit that happens in this as well. I mean, especially if you're attached to some of the characters that have been represented more minorly in the Thor movies, but in the comics are huge characters. Oh, yeah, yeah. You're kind of like, Jesus Christ, movie! (laughs) This does really feel like a clearing of the decks going, all right, we've had two other Thor films to try to get this right. We didn't quite (laughs) nail it. We think we know what works now, but you know what? Let's just kind of give ourselves a soft reboot here. Most of you people didn't embrace these characters enough, so fuck Fuck everybody who liked them. Look, damn it. We brought in Brana. We try to give you gravitas. We try to make this Shakespearean rather than, you know, feeling like it's some dopey thing about guys wandering around in, like... Capes and shit. Well, that's a but thing. no, that's not what you wanted. Well, that's they replace a- him with Korg now. Yeah. <laughs> when when you look at like the history of Thor comics, so only some of it is like that Bronig type. Like we're telling this is mythology and other stuff. Like you read Walter Simonson's run, and you're like. No, this guy had a real sense of humor about these. Like, look, this is ridiculous, so let's have fun here. And this movie seems to be, like, in fact, even calls out several Simonson bits here and there, uh, references it. I'm like, yeah, I, I think this is the Thor movie we all actually really wanted to see. Yeah. Absolutely. And I mean, they, they kind of, in the, in the first ones, the first two, they were like, kind of tongue in cheek, wink, wink, nod, nod about like, well, we're about gods, but we're kind of aliens and we're somewhat science fiction. And this one is just like, no, fuck you, it's science fiction. I yeah. think this also really com- This is a post-Guardians film. I yeah, think totally. they went, you know, mm-hmm. that, that worked. Was working. Why not? Why not just lean into that more? But it is its own thing. Like right. it, it feel. It also feels very different from the, the. Aside from the humor, you know, they're very different. Oh yeah, I don't want to give the wrong impression. It's not a cookie cutter thing. There are definitely characters here that would not be out of place in a Guardians movie, but right. they feel perfectly at home. And I, I yeah. think the Guardians could visit Sakar. I feel oh, yeah. like this is not a coincidence either, in terms of just well, that seems like a good idea because the other two movies didn't really sell as well as we thought. As much as we've already heard strong suggestions that Thor will, when we see him again in Avengers, will be teamed up with the Guardians of the Galaxy. So you kind of already put him in that sort of like lighter humor sort of way. In in defense of that first Thor film, which is the better of the first two. Oh, yeah. And by far. You know, it had a lot of good moments. Just casting Chris Hemsworth turned out to be a really smart choice. Yeah. And, you know, what it managed to do, and Guardians gets a lot of credit for this. But that first Thor film is really the first steps into the MCU, where it starts to get cosmic, it, or the, the Marvel 
cosmic universe, yeah. I should mm-hmm. say. Expands past Earth. They've got a yeah. huge bridge that can go anywhere in the right. war in the universe. And it's rainbow colored and bright and colorful and everything's gold and people have like iridescent armor. And here's an attractive physicist to yeah. explain it all to. <laughs> but somewhere, but again, I think they try to hedge their bets and go, but we have to ground it and make it kind of feel like you've earned this, you know. Somewhere along the line, everybody figured out Chris Hemsworth is actually a funny guy. Why don't we yeah. just let him be funny? Yeah, agreed. Uh, as well as a lot of the other talented people who are on this cast. Yeah. Uh, certainly introducing a, a lot of new characters here into the, the storyline, including the villain, Kate Blanchett, as Hela, the goddess of death, and Thor's uh, and Loki's uh, long-lost sister. She looks awesome. Who looks yeah. amazing. Uh, who they not only made... First <laughs> yes, off, Kate Blanchett is incredibly well-designed. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, she is. She knows how to work that suit, yes, is all I'm saying. Does. But uh, is not only like just a well-defined cool villain with cool abilities but also makes the most out of being funny in this yeah, movie sure. at points. Yeah, everybody in here and it's it, that, it actually does a really good job of of being funny and still having gravitas and still having Agreed. really good stakes right. and, and that you're like there are, there are plenty of oh shit moments in this in this movie. Well, the basic idea, starting off here, without getting into too much details, because there's so many just fun surprises, after an initial sort of like, okay, now here we're going to set the tone by basically Thor, uh, like, openly calling out previous Marvel films on the whole, I'm going to intentionally <laughs> let myself I mean, get captured. It, it to opens get up like an, like an episode of Rest of Development. <laughs> yes. Well, I bet you're wondering how I got here. <laughs> <laughs> I'm surprised they didn't get Ron Howard to go. No, he didn't. <laughs> uh, but he returns to Asgard to, you know, as we saw in a previous film, Loki has been posing as Odin, which leads to much hilarity here, including a re- very funny series of cameos. But uh, immediately, of course, is like, look, I'm not an idiot. I know you're not Odin. Okay, stop that shit right away. Uh, and says, look, we, we need to find Odin. You're going to help me. Only to find that Odin's like, you got, you're on your own, prick. <laughs> yeah. and by the way, like, I've been carrying you kids for centuries. Peace, <laughs> yeah, peace out. Peace out. Yeah, yeah, I'm out. Yes, we can only afford to have Sir Fucking Anthony Hopkins appear in 20 minutes of this film. But uh, if that, uh, but then he's like, oh yeah, and by the way, uh, your sister's coming and you're fucked. So yeah. have fun. Good luck with that. Can't help you. Uh, and almost immediately, she kicks the shit out of them and sends them hurtling outside of the the Rainbow Bridge yeah. into Planet system, Hulk. Into Planet Hulk. <laughs> if you guys is, had just let a, let a, you know hung yourself and let a raven eat your eyeball, you would have seen this coming. Which is in, in this particular variation on it, this version of Planet Hulk is actually the Grandmaster's world, where he pulls in like the world's biggest arena sport, <laughs> where he kidnaps great warriors to fight, and his current big <laughs> warrior like, is Hulk. The you know, and the the elders of the universe are they're the, they're this kind of quintet of, of just like oddball like. Jack Kirby was taking a shit one day. Yeah. <laughs> he thought, oh, I got an idea. A guy that he wants to box everyone in the universe. <laughs> <laughs> so you're, it's always a question of like, well, how should we we play these guys and how are they going to fold into the universe? And apparently their idea is just, just get good actors and tell them to camp it the fuck up. And right. no no yeah. question getting Jeff Goldblum to play Grandmaster was a inspired <laughs> oh, God. I feel he just like cranked him up and let him go. And he just said shit and they were 
are like, all right, we'll take it. It's like, like, whatever he says, it's funny. You know how you're Jeff Goldblum? Well, we want Jeff Goldblum <laughs> want at 11. Jeff. Imagine yeah. if Jeff Goldblum was a mortal. That's, <laughs> that's what the script said. Jeff it's just <laughs> let him go. Super Jeff Goldblum. In fact, they probably just called him Jeff in the script. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And then Jeff comes in and says It says something. Jeff, Jeff, Jeff. Do, Jeff, do your you, thing. The next half page are just for you. Do it. <laughs> but then they also introduced Tessa Thompson as the last surviving Valkyrie, which is cool. I always wondered when they were going to bring Valkyrie into the Marvel Universe, and that's she's a great choice, and I think yeah, she, yeah, she, she, she just fits really so good. well. In, in and they do, they she do kicks a lot ass. of, there are a lot of little shout-outs to the, the, the character that those who grew up in the 70s and 80s came to love in the, the Defenders run. Yeah, she's probably not going to end up on the Defenders. Though. No. <laughs> uh, I'm thinking not. Although that would be awesome. And, you know, out of that, Carl Urban returns as Scourge, who gets some interesting as, stuff. As Baldy, yeah. being bald and frowning the whole movie. That was, that was, <laughs> that was a weak point for me because, yeah. I'm will just, he like, have a character arc or will he just be bald and he, frowning? He really didn't. There, there was never really any explanation for, um, why are you here and why is Hella dealing with you at all? He, he, and, they needed okay. a story. The, the writers that. needed a character ah, yeah. that Hella could talk. Yeah, did, yeah, but did much. they really? <laughs> she, she could did, have monologue. She did a great job talking to herself. That's what I'm saying. The, one of the high points in here is, like, of course, Thor and Hulk, who interact quite a bit in here. And, you know, there is a period where he becomes Mark Ruffalo, which is one of my favorite lines in the whole thing. It's like, because the Hulk is all punchy and useful. He's like, yeah, but I've got all the science stuff. I'm useful. He's like, oh, yeah. Are you really about it? I mean, you know, Mark Ruffalo is his own best special effect, though. After yeah. multiple Hulk iterations, again, similar to Thor, they're like, you know, we can let the guy be funny. It's an inherently ridiculous situation. Let's have some fun with it. And this is, thank God, this is the first one where they're just like, Hulk can talk. He's yeah, always been able yeah, to talk. Yeah, yeah he, he he drops a couple of, uh, you know, personal pronouns here and there, but he can talk. Yeah, yeah they're playing him as an angry toddler, basically, you yeah. know, or angry, like, six-year-old. Which is Hulk. Yeah, which is Hulk. <laughs> well, at least until he turns into, like, Mr. Fix-It or some yeah, shit. Yeah, don't give me <laughs> <laughs> Which I would be all for, to be fair. But, yeah, there's so much going on here. The movie moves so fast. I mean, really, the plot, it, it moves at hyper It has ADHD. It, it is yeah. so... It's from one thing. Like, like I said, I felt like I was reading, like, comics, like a six-issue arc, because it moves from, from piece set piece to set piece. Yeah, it doesn't waste any time hanging around too long, even with the moments that, like I said, get dark, or you would think another person would go, well, this scene needs to have more gravitas. They're like, okay, that happened. Let's move past we that. We killed that guy and, off. And you're for a moment, you're like... Really? And then you're like, oh, fuck it, I'm having fun. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, shit's bright like and shiny and looks cool. Yeah, exactly. This brought me back to being like 12 years old at the convenience store, loading up on Dr. Pepper and Sixlets and playing video games and staring at the artwork that is so elaborate and beautiful. And then you look over at the 8-bit <laughs> pixelated version of the story that you were promised on the side of that arcade game. This... Finally, they have the technology to make those crazy illustrations come to life. This Absolutely. Is like, this is like a bunch of Jack Kirby drawings with a bunch of uh, arcade art, yes, album covers, and just <laughs> as much sugar as you can inject into your system. It is blissful. Even the garbage planet is wonderfully colorful. Yeah. It, it's a CG fest to be sure, but it's not a shit show. Like the fight scenes are actually really yeah. cool. Like yeah. I like the fight scenes in this better than the climax and the latest guardians. Okay. Yeah. I thought there were like a lot of like, 
where you feel like, oh, these characters are hitting each other. I mean, you know it's CG. Yeah. Well, that, that whole but, thing, when you put the Thor versus Hulk together, which in the Marvel Universe is always the best fight there is. Yeah. You, know? you put the two, it's like uncertain it's who's going to win. Yeah. They can just pound the shit out of each other in like enormous ways and both go, ah, Ah, I think it <laughs> yeah, that one's done. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know? And it's a lot of fun to watch. Can I point out as well how great it is to see Tom Hiddleston full on in this movie again as Loki? That yeah. whole Thor Loki relationship of like, man, you're my brother. I want to love you, but you're such a dick. You know, and he's like, like real brothers. And he's like, yeah, but <laughs> I am a dick, but I'm the best dick. <laughs> I'm the best dick you but know. But you can weaponize my dick chip. He's, he's so great. None of those this. are actual lines from the movie, by but the way. They might as well Tom have. Hiddleston never says, I'm the best dick. But, you know, I'm sure some ladies would think he is. There are some... There's some, a lot of eye candy in this movie. There's a little so, bit of dick jokes you know, here and there. There oh, is. Yes. There's almost like a, some, some naked Hulk eye candy here. So, <laughs> it's like I cannot unsee <laughs> yeah. that. If you've been a shipper. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Uh, I also wanted to point out here Taika Waititi himself, the director, who, of course, yeah. did the... If you haven't seen What We Do in the Shadows yeah. yet, yeah. God damn it, go, get, rent, get go watch movie that movie. Of 2014. It's, it's kind of like... I kind of put, I'm starting to have seen like seven times now. I'm kind of like putting it in that A Fish Called Wanda category for me. Sure. Like, you, you this is one of the all time great but comedies. If you see but his other work, like Hunt for the Wilder People, which is also terrific, which is also very funny, but has a lot of heart. Yeah. And he really gets to play both parts of that in this movie. Well, he does have the heartfelt moments, but he also leans into the absurd. And, and he's actually voicing one of the characters yeah. in here, Korg, who's like a gladiator becomes friends right. with Thor, who gets some of the best lines in the entire oh, yeah. film. He, for sure. He's just... Him and his TV little sidekick. Are, oh, yeah. yeah. The yeah. guy with knives for hands. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He's like, this is my friend. He's got knives for hands. <laughs> okay. That's all you really need to know about him. Well, they're better than the the... Thor characters that got killed off in the first They you know, really five. kind of are. Th- th- those are always like, I don't we're know, this I... multicultural group of tough warriors. You guys can shut your... <laughs> It's like, you guys can shut your filthy whore mouth. Yeah. I love Volstagg, and you guys can go suck. Yeah, are you talking I about agreed. the comic version or the movie version? Yeah. I I'm talking think about the, the movie, the movie version. version had its points. They didn't run far enough with it, but I felt that, that he did a good job of bringing Volstagg to the screen. Without spoiling anything, let's just say Asgard has gotten kind of crowded. Yeah. And yeah. They figured out a way to move Thor and his buddies into a whole new realm. Let's see where they go. There were times that I was just like, wait a minute, aren't you a mighty warrior culture? Oh, okay, I guess they killed all those guys. <laughs> <laughs> Look, sometimes that's what you gotta do if you want Vikings in space, Bo. That's true. You just got a clean house. It's a small price to pay. Uh, yeah, so I, I do think this is fun. Uh, Stephen Strange, Doctor Strange, Benedict Cumberbatch has... One of the funniest sequences in this entire movie, which if you've seen the trailers, you've probably seen the bulk of what is yeah. actually happening plot-wise. It's only like maybe five minutes in the movie, but it's really laugh out but loud. But it's Cumberbatchy is all bad. It, it really is. I love that it shows that I like, this, is enough, in the this is enough time past the first Doctor Strange that he's a lot better at what yeah. he does now. <laughs> like And hyper-confident, as yeah. it were. He is the Tony Stark of magic, as he was always meant to be. Indeed. Um, awesome. Facial hair twins. But without, <laughs> uh, yeah, without, without uh, further ado, let's go and get, uh, to the final thoughts and start with you, Zach. Well, I really like this movie, but I think the pacing is a little too frenetic. It's very fast. Um, I could have let some of the scenes kind of simmer a little bit more and let the characters, you know, die and have a little bit more remorse for them. Is it, it, It's still great, and I do like all the candy that's being thrown at me, but uh, 
think I'll give it um, eight out of ten roots on what is it? The Yggdrasil tree. Yggdrasil, yeah. Yggdrasil. 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 Marka. Well, you know, as has been pointed out by, uh, it is a little moment. There are some moments you got, you know, you could actually slow down here and, you know, let us bask in this world a little bit, but there's no time for that. This feels like a very transitional film. They needed to make a Thor movie. It's a way to connect some dots for some upcoming things. And they're like, if it's going to be filler, let's at least make it fun. Let's go out on a high. Let's switch up Thor's game and create a whole new story for him. I totally enjoyed it. I think you will, too. Uh, drink a lot of fucking sugary drinks, folks, because you're going <laughs> to need it. And then, uh, or don't. It depends on you. The movie is a sugary drink. It is drink. a sugary yeah. drink, you know. <laughs> so I would give this eight and a half out of ten hammers. Boo. Um, yeah, there are going to be some people that are going to be grumpy about this one and be like, well, you, you took the gravitas out of Thor, blah, 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 and you made it a joke. And I don't care because, yeah, the, the, I think that the, it's a very great point that this is a, this is a transitional movie. And unlike a, the Age of Ultron, this is held really well because they, they get their transitions done while having a really fun roller coaster, you know, arcade run. And, and I, Probably laughed more in this movie than I have laughed in any movie, which is kind of surprising because mm. I think between Ant Man and, and Guardians of the Galaxy, there's just you know there's there everybody knows by now there's there's lots of laughs to be had in the MCU, but man this 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 had me gut gut busting uh, more than a couple of times. So uh, uh, kudos to that great action sequences. Yeah, so there's some nitpicks here. Like like I said, I I felt like Scourge was kind of brought in and and you know. Like that for me, that's he's not the greatest character in the world, but I was waiting to see him in a new chapter. Team up. He is really there just to so Hella has some pretty to talk much. To. And you know, don't don't do that, to Carl Urban. He's Carl Urban. Cherish him like the <laughs> the rare resource that he put is. him in a mega city outfit yeah, and exactly. let him loose. <laughs> um, but yeah, I I definitely this was a really really fun ride. Uh, it was. Pretty much everything that, that it was advertised to be, you know, from the moment that we first saw that trailer, it was like, oh my god, this is going to be the, the giant arcade video game of the Marvel, Marvel, Marvel Cinematic Universe, and it, it sure the fuck was, and I really had a blast doing it. Uh, I give it uh, 8.5 trips to Aladdin's Castle out of 10. <laughs> It was called Aladdin's Castle. We're, yep. we're uh, in Texas too. Yeah, no, Aladdin's Castle. That was, a, that was a nationwide chain. Yeah. Okay, I didn't yeah, realize yeah, yeah. that. And they they took all your quarters in the eighties and early nineties. Yeah. until I, Nintendo came. Yeah, and I be, until I beat up their Dragon's Lair machine, just like the kid from Stranger <laughs> Things. Yeah. Um, oh, price yeah, piece of shit. Yeah, I, I think <laughs> you, you guys have said what there is to be said here. It's. It's glorious to look at. Marvel's gotten so good at comedy now that it's almost like I imagine at some point so, someone's going, well, are we ever going to do a different type of film again? It's like, right. oh, it's scary to go away because we're so good. We've gotten into this niche where this is what we do better than anybody and maybe we should stick to it. Uh, whereas like, hey, Fox is doing horror. Let them do that with New Mutants. We'll, we'll, maybe we should stick to comedy. All I can say is there is something special about the comedy here versus Gardens of the Galaxy in that we are really seeing all these characters we already know interact with each other and make jokes with things like, I get that reference. Right. I, I understand that reference. And there's tons of even like Easter eggs for hardcore fans for throughout sure. this thing that you're, if you don't catch, you're not going to know you missed them. Um, uh, and 
it's the fights are great. The performances are, are really top notch. Like I said, once again, that they, they Marvel seems they've gotten over that curse of not having good villains. It's like, oh wow, last several yeah. films in a row, they've had really great villains, and this is no exception. I had just so much fun with this. This is the type of gloriously manic uh, superhero film I love the most, and I'm going to give it nine out of ten nice haircuts. Uh, one note for people who are staying for the end scenes, not to spoil anything, but both of them, neither one are like, yeah, a lot of times they go like, I, I was expecting them to do a Black Panther one because yep. a lot of the times like, oh, here's a little sneak of the next film coming up. And this one is both of the, there is one right at that mid credits and there's one at the very end and both of them are just sort of like little tail end bits to this movie basically with a possible there's, there's, a little there's a, tease. For me, it was a, a fairly big setup. Yeah, but, something yeah. that might be teasing something it, with it Captain de- Marvel. It depends on how much credulity you have to the theory. Indeed. But uh, either way, Hulk smash, Thor smash, everyone smash, Tessa Thompson smash. This is going to be a smash. I, that's all I got. So unless someone's got something funny, nope. which I can't I imagine. Wanna, I just want to say this is the one review. This review holds the record for the most time any of us said the word gravitas. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. By the way, Mark Musborough did the music. Yeah, and, and as Marco pointed out, one of the first Marvel films that you're like, wow, I really want to own this soundtrack. It sounded like yeah. Survive. Um, it's, it's I think, survive. I think yeah. we said that about both the Guardians movies. <laughs> yeah. Well, but no, but those, those are the scores. Yeah. It has a distinctive feel to it. And it's pretty damn good. Yeah, absolutely. Oneofus.net has been your one-stop shop for all things geek for years. But there's a side to them many of you have never heard. The subscription side. Subscribe and listen to great podcasts like The Breakfast Pub, The Original Gentleman, and the Watch a Movie With Us series. Head on over to oneofus.net. And don't forget your towel.